But yeah, we're really excited about our upcoming special guest, Chachi, on Below the Belt Show. Are you excited? I'm excited. I watched it last night. I watched it last night, too. We all got to be prepared here on Below the Belt Show. Um, certainly um, a film that a mix that makes you laugh, it, it tugs at your heartstrings, it, it shocks you. Um, definitely all the senses were going on for this film. Very well produced, well acted. Um, and we're excited to welcome On Below the Belt Show. <laughs> but we have Aaron on at least, yeah? Yes. I'm all here. right. That is, was that tea? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. Yay! Yeah. I have hot water. Nice. <laughs> So let's hot water without tea. Half hot tea. Yeah, it's half hot tea. <laughs> so let's go ahead and introduce. That's right. He is the writer, director, and the star of this great film on Amazon Prime called Inside the Rain. B2B welcomes Aaron Fisher. Aaron. Hey. Great to have you on Below the Belt Show. My gosh. What a film, man. I, I loved it. Um, again, like I said earlier, it tugs on your heartstrings. It makes you laugh. Uh, it shocks you in all the same ways. Um, and because you're doing everything, writing, directing, and, and acting, and, and the star of this film. And editing. And, and you're wow. the editor as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, how big of a challenge was it to, 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 have all, to wear all those hats for this film? Um, a lot. Very challenging. <laughs> it was super <laughs> challenging. It's very hard. Hey, Ellen. There's Ellen. Hi. There you go. All right, let's bring Ellie on. Make it uh, I mean, that's just, uh, yeah, I mean, I could go in more depth of, like, things I was working on. But, like, yeah, basically doing all that is a lot of work, and it's very hard. Yeah. Now, do, you, do you, like, doing all these different uh, aspects of the movie, do you, um, is it more pressure on yourself to get things right when you're, like, like, are you more critical of yourself when you're watching it back and you knowing that you did so many different aspects of the film? Um, I think, you know, especially on set, but even in the editing room, it's kind of hard to watch my own acting. Right. Because, yeah. like, I mean, I think most actors don't really want to look at themselves on screen. Mm -mm. Ellen, yeah, I always wondered why that is. Ellen, what do you think about that? Uh, I think it's just you, you know your tics and, and there's an element of disbelief that you don't necessarily have with yourself. So... Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's any any artist that creates anything. You know, if you look at something that you create, you're gonna have a different different point of view. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. kind of a thing. critical. I think an extra critical eye. You think well, everyone else is doing like this amazing thing, and you're the one thing that's ruining it. But everyone else is like, no, no, no it's okay, yeah. it's okay. But you're like, no, you don't understand. I could have done it so much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you know, it's like what goes into a sausage, right? Or I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's an odd analogy. I love it. <laughs> I mean, never heard that one. <laughs> yeah. And first of all, both great acting job by both of you. Both Thank of you, you. Oh, yeah. phenomenal job. Um, so, 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 Aaron, was it an easy selection for Ellen uh, to portray Emma for your film? We went, you know, we were submitted like five, over 5,000 actresses. And wow, 5,000. Well, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who want to do the part. And, uh, yeah, and then we, I, we got to Ellen, we did callbacks, and I was really happy to choose Ellen. Um... 
Are we able to see each other? Like, hey. <laughs> Alan happens to be here as well. Yeah. Well, we're certainly happy you picked. I feel Alan. Alan, <laughs> Alan feels more like a good friend. Like, oh, I'm not thinking of her as like, oh, I found her in auditions. We're like, hey, what's yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. So you mentioned as a friend, how do you overcome the, I guess, any nervousness of doing um, the, the the intimate scenes that you guys, that your characters are involved with? I think we did a really good job of, I don't know, just creating that, that baseline. Um, we got really lucky with the rehearsal period, mm -hmm. which a lot of people don't get. Um, so we took advantage of that and and got to know each other really as as friends and then realized that I mean I think that was something that jumped out in in auditions um, but that we had a really natural chemistry we laugh at the same kind of things um, and that necessarily I don't think that you can like you can fake um, right. so much but. We did, we really created that relationship by just walking around and, and hanging out. And I think, I think when you do that for anything, any romantic thing on screen, you, you can feel that. Mm -hmm. yeah, I just want to add, like, before the romantic walk scene, for example, when I was watching the dailies, Ellen and I are just talking about, like, random shit. And then they're like, action! And then, <laughs> and then we'll, so when we come in, we're just laughing. There's a few scenes like that where we're just like, ha, 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 in the beginning of the scene. There was one scene we did where, here in the dailies, Ellen is like, I'm supposed to like you right now. Stop spinning in a circle. I, don't like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. So, is it hard to do a sex scene on camera? You know, knowing you have a crew watching you, and like, and plus, you know, somebody you're working with. It's like, is it yeah. Really I mean, it's just, it's not like what's funny is people think it's like hot and heavy, right? <laughs> and it's so a lot of times it's so mechanical and um, it's not as like. I don't know. It's not as steamy as people would like to think. But hey, if you think that, that's great. But it turned out steamy. <laughs> it's, you know, it's like it's like, hey, your hand looks better there. Or like <laughs> you know, like those are I'm like, why are my hands like this? This feels so yeah. natural. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of refreshing to see like a sex scene in a movie again because like I know it was big like in the you know, seventies, eighties, nineties, but it seems like in recent time you barely see any kind of sex in any movies, you know, or like you'll see. You're not watching enough HBO, get, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm talking about movies, though. Yeah. Well, in movies, I definitely. Think, I think people are getting. Um, I mean, even our, our sex scene isn't like pretty, pretty hardcore, but I think no, it's no, like, no. I think people are getting uh, creative in different ways. I, I right. just watched, um, have you guys watched My Own Private Idaho? I rewatched that recently. It's a Gus Van Zandt film and yeah. it's uh, Keanu Reeves in River Phoenix. And it's they're, they're, the sex scenes in it are incredible because they're just uh, snapshots 
of, of the nudity. And so it's just like a click, click, click. I don't know. I think there's, I think there's really, I think people are getting creative in a different way. So I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. At least for the female. female. Also, yeah. Also, I just want to add the uh, the film is now on YouTube free with with ads. And, oh wow! Uh, yeah. We had to make uh, two kind of tiny edits to remove the first sex scene, and then remove the nudity from ah. from the sex. And I watched it, and I was like, "This person's better than." Than the one that has the nudity, you know, <laughs> really better. I, I, I'm okay with seeing Ellen personally. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I like fine with that. I'm okay with the Amazon Prime version. That's pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. exciting. Well, nothing to do with Ellen. It's just the story. Just actually, I think flows a little better in, in the uh, the YouTube version. Okay. So I have a, I have a quick question actually about the story. So at the end of the credits it says that, you know, these characters aren't necessarily based on actual yeah. people. I had that same question, actually. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> but in the description, you know, it says that you, Aaron, really do have bipolar disorder. And no, you know, I don't. Oh, you don't? Either way, well, I- um, but my question was, you know, as I was watching through the film, because I really didn't want to look too much into it, because I wanted the film to speak for itself. And as I was watching it, I thought, oh, what an interesting life story this must be. And how cool, you know, he actually did make this into an actual movie, just like in the movie. But then at the end, it said that maybe perhaps that wasn't true. So can yeah. you just enlighten us a little bit about um, how you drew your actual real experiences and pulled them into this film? And also why this storyline to tell the story of someone that does have bipolar disorder? Um, well, you know, I was I was telling a loosely autobiographical story. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of it is true. A lot of it is like, you know, like different people combined into one. Because, you know, I was taking sort of my college experience with a romantic experience kind of okay. into one story. But the thing is, in real life, if you actually looked at that whole, you know, the whatever number of years that those were spread apart, they honestly were part of like my 20s. They, they, I think oh. the film is the essence of my 20s. Like if you look mm-hmm. at it, I will tell cool. you that that was the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, when, wow. okay. when you're watching a movie 90 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. But, well, yeah. How, about, how about the other characters? Were they inspired by anybody in particular? Yeah. Uh, a lot of them were. <laughs> That's all I can say about it. In, in particular, <laughs> in particular, the character of Emma, um, because um, I watched your YouTube show, A Single and Bala, and uh, the episode three with Svetlana, I thought you kind of like took a little bit of that uh, storyline and brought it into this film. Uh, remind me who's that? Uh, what who's that in, in that episode? Uh, Svetlana in episode three of Single Bala is the um, the sex worker. Oh, okay. You know, that was really uh, off the cuff. Like, I literally did not did not tell her a single thing. I said, we're just doing imp- we're improv. We're shooting with three cameras. That's it. <laughs> there it is. Okay. okay. Um, I, I, like, pretty much, pretty much all of those episodes are, like, they're almost, like, 100% improv. Um, but awesome. your, what was your other, what was your other question? 
Well, I was wondering if, you know, maybe the character Svetlana was kind of oh, okay, right. an inspiration for uh, Emma, as Emma's also a sex I, I, in real life, I fell in love with a girl who was uh, more or less a sex worker, but she had done, like, you know, hardcore pornography in the past, really? and she had done, she had been a prostitute uh, and and all this stuff. And then she was, when I knew her, she was doing, like, erotic modeling stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I, I fell in love with her and, uh, wow. you know, Emma, Emma's, uh, you know, a little is inspired by her. Mm-hmm. I think Emma's her own person though, but you know, has wow. inspiration. Yeah. Well, have, so, have you shown the movie to the person that, um, inspired, um, that character? Have I shown the movie to, no, no. Okay. I don't know if you're still in contact with that person. Uh, yeah, no, I can't even like I, I can't I can't talk about that stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, because I was actually I, I can't press it. I was actually I'm actually, Because I was going to ask uh, what name should I type in you porn to, to search for this actress, but I guess I'm not gonna be able to. <laughs> You poor and poor enough. Um, <laughs> um, so um, let's talk about assembling this amazing cast in addition to the beautiful and talented Ellen we have with us. But um, wow, of course, um, the one and only Eric Roberts and, of course, the amazing Rosie Perez. Yes. Uh, talk, talk, talk to us about that, of uh, getting those two on board. Uh, with Rosie Perez, um you know, I wrote the psychiatrist part in the screenplay. Originally, mm-hmm. it wasn't such a big part, and they the and, and uh, the psychiatrist didn't have as much agency in the story. Like she wasn't as significant as a character as she was in later on. You know, because I wanted to cast Rosie, but I was thinking this role is not good enough for her. She's not going to take it mm-hmm. unless it's you know more memorable. So I went back to the script and worked on it for another three months and made her, made the character of Dr. Holloway have more agency, be bigger and more memorable. Um, so not just more screen time, but also she has more, more uh, of an effect on the plot. Influence, yeah. Yeah. I uh, thought it was wonderful. I, was, I thought she was so good. She's great. She's yeah. Really, yeah, she, she was like, the, you know, the first first choice and uh when i heard that she loved the script i was very uh excited but and then she wanted to talk on the phone so i was very nervous about when i had to talk to her on the phone i was really nervous really yeah yeah because i, I, I can imagine i can imagine yeah i was pretty starstruck just by hearing her puerto rican brooklyn accent over the phone oh well, like, uh, yes yeah you can't you can't um it's very it's unique you can't you she doesn't sound like anyone else. Yeah, he definitely knows her. Uh, well, one thing, one thing I loved about her character was it was real. And also, so I have post-traumatic stress disorder, so I'm familiar with therapists and all that stuff. Um, but I thought one, one thing that was really great about how you wrote her was you humanized her and you made her come across as a companion and sort of like um, a real-life side kick or supporting character because a lot of people aren't comfortable with therapy and they think it's going to be really clinical which it can Mm -hmm. be 
but you were able to show a really human nurturing side of what therapy can look like. I thought it was really well done and I thought she did a great job with that, but I, I also thought it was just really well written. Thank you. She, you know, she was, uh, she was sort of like a composite of like two, like a psychiatrist I had and my current ther therapist. My current yeah. therapist is telling me he's going to sue me after watching the, uh, the movie. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> I stole lines right out of his mouth. Like, yeah. I kind of secretly wrote them on my iPhone. <laughs> in, the, in the script and he's like i'm gonna sue you for whatever i don't know but he that's how he talks he just makes fun of me and every time yeah. i talk to him he's just but I, I like that better than like someone who's very like like psychoanalysts where they just don't say a single thing and everything's very serious right right, right. Um, so like yeah no i i totally agree i mean you should feel comfortable with whoever you're seeking professional help from you know Definitely. So anyway, I mean, down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <that's okay. laughs> but I think you bring up a good point is that you you can have a therapist that you have a dialogue with. And a lot of people think that you just are supposed to have therapists that hmm and ha at you and right. and then you just walk out and you feel more alone. You so do. I think I think those those therapists should be applauded and, mm -hmm. and I don't know. So it's I hear you, girl. I think that's <laughs> yeah. We got to talk about Eric Roberts. This guy Definitely. is an acting Eric Roberts, legend. Living legend. How did he? How did he get involved? Uh, well, we reached out to Eric, and he loved the script. He always says to in his interviews, he's like, "When my assistant says this is a good script, you gotta read it." He's like, "This is a good script," and uh, yeah, he just. I don't know, he signed on board, and I was, like, really uh, surprised and happy about that, and I thought he would be very funny. He's very funny in the movie. Oh, yeah. And I've actually gotten to, to know him much better now that I'm in L.A., because okay. I, I work uh, sometimes with his wife, Eliza, who's really nice. So I'll be, like, you know, doing, like, a self-tape audition or whatever with Eliza, and Eric Roberts is sitting there like on the couch, kind of like the way he is in the movie when he's watching us. Right. And he like he, he gives some notes also like <laughs> so I know. Uh, and Eric, I've been on so many Uber rides and plane rides with him. It's insane. He he's like he's a really interesting guy. That's great to see your friendship uh, continue uh, out in Los Angeles. That's awesome. Yeah, he's. um. He's full of stories and he's an incredible actor, you know, uh, he's been in so much. And oh my gosh, so yeah. Just yeah. to like pick his mind between, between setups is, is worth anyone's while, you know. Mm -hmm. Aaron, this is your first um, full length um, film, right? Yes. So that's pretty incredible to get these uh, big name actors amazing board that's cool you know, taking a chance taking a chance on you it was a really you know you really know it, just had faith in you yeah you know it kind of helps also that we you know um christine Vachon of killer films signed on board like maybe two or two and a half years into the writing process okay wow. she she like she saw a rough you know a earlier draft of script she loved it so she signed on board and um, I think that helped make our film look more legit for when we were doing casting. Yeah, which is important. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. That was helpful. Um, I think I don't sound arrogant, but you know, having a, a good script is the most important thing. That is key. Definitely, definitely. That is key, Aaron, for sure. Yeah. And you can have all the great actors in the world, but if the script's horrible, it's going to be a horrible movie. Yeah. Ellen, are you in LA? No, I'm in I'm in New York. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're how quarantined? Are you, yeah. How are both yeah. of you dealing with uh, the pandemic right now? I mean, it's a new normal. Yeah. Um, I got a little rhythm to it, which I feel good about. But, I mean, it's definitely bizarre. <laughs> I mean, how are y'all doing, right? The yeah, same way. But obviously, yeah. New York specifically has been impacted the most and yeah just to see you guys in la we're actually in maryland yeah uh, yeah normally we'd be in studio all together but since this happened we started to um skype right yeah to keep the show going which like you said sadly is the new normal <laughs> yeah i mean i yeah. get you get a weird rhythm to it that i i do have to say for new york i mean people are still i think the news sometimes makes it seem like it's a complete ghost land, but I, I'm in the East Village and people are still walking around. And okay. granted, it's with masks on and gloves right. on and right. six feet apart, but right. people yeah. are still moving. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, do you think that, um, you know, dealing with all this, I know this is hard on everybody, but you think this is even harder on people who have different um, mental disorders? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I've seen that like um, I don't I don't actually know I mean I think so I mean my therapist when I speak to my therapist on the phone he's in New York because I'm, I'm okay um, he says like you know like everyone he says that the isolation is toughest for like people in their 20s and 30s he says like older people are like happy to stay inside but like people right. in, their, in their 20s and 30s are like dying to mingle with other people right they're stuck and he says also like they start to return to like bad habits that they may okay. have had yeah. like so if someone has a drinking problem they start drinking or whatever you know whatever your advice is um so people they're stressed out about the isolation so they start doing dumb things um but and in terms of mental illness and stuff i i'm sure i mean i have you know it's hard um i've been just like trying to be very productive mm -hmm. and like, you know, see a silver lining in this. I could, you know, work a lot on acting and reading books and stuff and and writing. Um, but I but I hate it though. I hate the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> dying to go outside yes. or, or whatever. I don't know. You know what, though, for people, I think, that have suffered from, like, physical illness or mental illness or whatever, we're so much more prepared for this. Like, other people are freaking out, and it's much more of a shock to the system. But I, for me, personally, I've spent so much time in various levels of types of isolation, like social isolation and stuff, that I kind of already know what I need to do to deal with it. And I also love being by myself at home so it's not affecting me as much but I know like Chachi and Al you guys are like get me out right yeah. like from the beginning out of here. We're, ready yeah. to go on, we're ready to go on trips we're ready to go see movies to go I'm to ready to go I'm ready to go to a sushi restaurant right Ellen oh sushi, a sushi yeah. restaurant I <laughs> people like 
<laughs> my therapist thinks that if there's still like uh, the isolation going on, he thinks people are just going to go crazy and just start. There'll be like a first wave of people just running out and things just open. And he says like, they'll see if that wave of people die. If they don't, right. other people, <laughs> right. you know, other people will start, hey, maybe I can go outside also. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So, so Ellen, will, will you look at the, the same thing. way now? No, I mean, uh, I, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think I will. I'll definitely not. I have seen, I have seen girls performing at Tamori before at yes. parties. And, um, you have? Yes. So uh, I won't, I won't that. see that the, the same way. Absolutely. Um, no, I mean, I, I've told Aaron, like, those were some of my toughest scenes because you... Yeah, I didn't know you'd seen that in real life. Actually, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it was this girl that I had fallen in love with. You know, she was she was uh, getting ready to be a, a human sushi platter at, like, some party <laughs> private party in the Hamptons. Right. Yeah. She was doing her hair and stuff, like, Japanese style or something. I don't know. Very involved. We've had a hair out. Remember, like, um, was it Gardell's? Used to do that. Um, yeah, we used to actually do, used to host parties with. Yeah, in Baltimore. Sushi. Yeah. yeah. Host a couple of fun rap parties. Those Back are always in the day, fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what happens after? What happens after the sushi? Is, I the, think, is I it think put on the catering that, table for everyone yeah. to eat afterwards? Or? <laughs> uh, I'll let I'll let Ellen answer that. I, I, don't, I don't know what happened to it. I I think the girl, whoever it is, um, I the one that I saw was kind of like an Adam and Eve situation. Um, I think they just get up and get out, and everyone still eats all the sushi and has no questions about it. I wonder what I wonder if that would happen post COVID. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And Eric's kind of a badass, like in the movie. Um, is that how, is that based on you in real life, Aaron? Like, um, getting in fights and, like, protecting people? I've never gotten to a uh, physical fight in my life. Yeah? Okay. I've never pushed anyone like that, no. Have you, you ever... Ar- a good way like, of telling them to fuck off. You have a good <laughs> way of, like, no, you just yeah, yeah. I've gotten into... I've <laughs> it's true, I've shouted at people, like... But not no uh, physical. Have you shouted at a Lyft driver before? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just shouted at a guy uh, who claimed to be the manager at like some supermarket though at like 5 a.m. <laughs> situation. <laughs> I really, I actually, I stole like you know, like something like six hundred forty dollars in uh, change from my parents. <laughs> you know, living in the house but they were collecting like 20 years of change right i got manic and then like took the change in the middle of the night and then like went to the supermarket to go to the coin star right and i put it all in the coin star by the time <laughs> when the ticket comes out it says like you're owed like 600 something dollars from the cashier right so the cashier the woman is like oh we don't got that kind of money and i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> and i'm like and she's like She's like, I got 60 in the register if you want. I'm like, no, I, I want 60. all of it. Like, where's the manager? And she like, tells <laughs> this other guy over. And he, he looks at my receipt and he goes, oh, we, we don't got that kind of money. And I was like, what? 
So, and then I got into a, an art, like a, a very, you know, I was manic and I also got very incensed. I was very, right. I was like, yeah. how dare you? You started walking away from me. And then I was like yelling at him. Then I called my dad on the phone and like screamed to my dad, like this fucking asshole. Walking me <laughs> and my dad's like, where, where are you? What? <laughs> so, yeah. We we needed a lift. We made it a uh, a lift uh, driver. I think it was funnier like that, but also we couldn't afford the supermarket um, locations. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So did you actually get your money from the supermarket? It's a long story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this film is really sounding um, biographical. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Now. The more that you tell us stories, the shit, the shit I've done in real life is actually a lot more in in a lot of cases more crazy than what I did. Yeah. In because like in the movie, I only had ninety minutes to like explain things. In real life, it's it's it gets more complicated. So you, so if I did anything more crazy, it was easier to understand where it's coming from, as opposed to like a ninety minute film where you have to like you know, yeah. Absolutely. Now I so want to talk guys, a little bit. Of, oh, okay, Kachachi. Yeah. I, I did. So you guys, you guys finished the film, and then like, um. What was the process of actually getting that on um, Amazon Prime? And, and, oh, and like, how long, like how long was that process of you finishing the film and getting it picked up on like a big platform like Amazon? Um, how long was it? Uh, it was, uh, Ellen? I don't know. I don't know. We, we, did, <laughs> we, did, we did like 15 or 16 uh, film festivals around the country first. Okay. Um, and then we, in March 13th, was our opening in theaters in uh, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were going to open in New York, and then we were going to open in in uh, L.A., March 20th. And March 27th, we were set to go in the top 40 markets around the country. Wow. In the, uh, AMC theaters and Regal theaters. And oh. uh, obviously that didn't happen because of COVID. <laughs> right. So we decided... Oh. We didn't want to, we could have waited, you know, for a long time to, to go back in the theaters, but we didn't want to lose momentum. So, yeah. so we went straight to digital and it's not only on Amazon Prime, we're like on at least like 10 different platforms right now. Oh, like, great. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's on everything. YouTube. Yeah. It's going on another thing that I'm not allowed to say, but it's going on yeah. a big thing. Um, it starts with an N. <laughs> I have no comment. All right. <laughs> and, and for no comment. Well, but, uh, first of all, if you, can I mention... website, if you go to the website, you can see like a link to every single platform. It's on. It's it's on at least like ten right now. That's great. That's cool. Yeah. Th- throughout throughout the website URL. Yeah. Oh, uh, inside the rain dot com. All right. All one word. Love it. Inside the rain, rain as it's. As in, it's raining, it's pouring, it's not the rain. <laughs> like, like that very pivotal scene, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I gotta, uh, I gotta say, Rain of Terror. Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> 83% critics and 81% audience. That's pretty mm-hmm. damn good. Yeah. Yeah. So you got, you yeah. gotta be happy about that. It's inside the rainmovie.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I say Oops. it wrong? Did you say inside the rain.com? Oh, I might have. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. Inside, inside the movie. <laughs> <laughs> inside the rain movie inside the rain movie my bad, my bad. yeah yeah i guess this is going in the spoiler territory but can i talk a little bit about the ending 
Uh, and, sure. And I'm kind of, I guess, a disclaimer for the listeners that that are going to see this film. But uh, I guess the the ending was. I was curious, uh, first of all, how how Ben recovered and is no longer see, seeking therapy, and why. I was also curious about Emma's future because that wasn't kind of uh, delved into. If you could elaborate on that, Aaron. The question was: Is, is he not seeking therapy? He's no longer seeking therapy. You ran into your old colleague. You're you're no longer uh, seeking therapy or in the psych ward anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, it doesn't say in the movie, so you can really mm-hmm. make it up. But I, I always saw him as like he was still doing therapy with Dr. Holloway. And he just okay. doing better. But okay. but it's true. It's not stated in the movie that that that's necessarily true. So, I mean, you could always think of it another way. And um, the what was the second question? Uh, the future of Emma, the future of Ellen's character. <laughs> well, I don't know. Keep, I, like at film festivals or the Q and A's, people keep asking, "Is there a, like a sequel?" And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yes, and it's it's called Inside the Rain. Weather is better. <laughs> and I'm like, it's gonna be so much fucking rain, you won't even know. Um, soon. That, I, I was joking about it, but I was actually thinking about it, and it's like it—it's it, possible. Oh, good. It's that possible Emma would make a comeback. Possible that that, that it couldn't be inside the rain without Emma. Right. Yeah. Emma goes and she's she's needed that kind of a new kind of friendship to spur her on to the rest of her life. So I think she goes and starts a new life in LA. That's what I always thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And aren't the best uh, films kind of nebulous at the end? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Both. Those are boring. You know, in the, in the earlier drafts of the of the script, they they do get together at the end. Oh. They did, and then like maybe like two oh. years into writing, or two and a half years. Uh, I realized that it no longer made any sense. Like it didn't feel organic anymore. Yeah. So I was very, I was very like, I was, you know, uh, heartbroken that my, that my character doesn't end up with uh, Emma. You know, sad. I, I felt, a little, I felt sad. But I, I, I realized that Ben's growth and the arc in the story and everything that leading up to it, it didn't make any sense anymore. Yeah. Um, ben, for Ben to to really grow and finish his arc in the story, he had to say, you know, this is not the right time for me. I, I gotta I gotta get into a new school and work on stuff. I can't just drive with you to, to California right now, which you know, which was something I was gonna do in real life. This girl I fell in love with, she was saying she was gonna do photo shoots all around all around the U.S. and drive me. <laughs> Uh, to California, and I was like, I- I'm down. And, and you know, I uh, had met her like maybe like two weeks earlier or something, or three weeks earlier. I was already, I was, we were already down. Mm-hmm. The, th- the third, the third official date, uh, I brought brought her home to mom and dad, and my brother, and my soon-to-be sister-in-law, who's uh, Roosevelt, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> So it's kind of funny. It would be kind of funny because like my date was like a little literal prostitute and my brother's uh, 
girlfriend was a, a Roosevelt, you know, great granddaughter of Eleanor FDR. I, I wow. It would be funny if it was like a conservative <laughs> family, but mm -hmm. uh, but it, everyone just got along, so it was, it was fine. Awesome. But um, yeah, awesome. I loved I love that, and I wasn't as I wasn't really expecting him because I was so into the movie to be like, I can't go with you. But I thought it was a fantastic message, you know? I know. I know. It's to me, every time I watch it, I'm surprised. I'm like, don't yeah. be stupid. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And then, you know, he has a year off to sort of be by himself. And then there's love in the end anyway. So yeah, awesome. I just thought it was, I thought it was really well done. Awesome. Yeah, when, when I realized that I was not having Ben and Emma end up together at the end, that end up together at the end, that's when I went back into the psych ward sequence mm -hmm. and I put the Lindsay character in yeah. and put her at the end also to um, to, to make it uh, more nebulous, I guess. Like I'm, Yeah, nebulous like, is a like good Alan word. Is saying. I love it. Wow, Aaron and Ellen, wow. Thank you so much for being a part of this yes. Below the Belt Show quarantine edition <laughs> of our show. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, we love the film. Of course, you can check it out on Amazon Prime, YouTube, and all the platforms Apple that are TV, on. TV, Vudu, um, oh, snap. Okay. Sling, Roku, Crackle to be announced soon. Um, <laughs> all these <laughs> Prime Video, Microsoft. <laughs> It's going on. It's going some on, on some other stuff that we can't list yet. Too. Okay. Okay. Awesome. But before we uh, let you guys go, um, if we could get a promo from both you guys, let us know who you are, uh, throw out your character uh, from Inside the Rain, and let us know that you're on Below the Belt Show. That would be amazing. Okay. Aaron, you want to go first? Okay. Okay, I can go. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ellen Toland, and I play Emma Taylor on Inside the Rain, and I am on the Below the Belt show, Quarantine Edition. Hi, my name is Aaron Fisher. Um, I wrote, directed, and played the lead role in uh, the movie Inside the Rain, and I'm on the show Below the Belt, which is great, and it's the Quarantine Edition. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so <laughs> awesome, much. Awesome, awesome. And uh, real quick before you go, any other last-minute projects or links or things to promote really quick? Yeah. Other than Inside the Rain. Um, I'm in this thing called Doomsday, if you want to check that out on Amazon. And oh, then, cool. uh, Yeah, and then there's The Chaperone and Ask for Jane are also on Amazon. Wow. Oh, sweet. Awesome. You're like the Amazon darling. Yeah, you can stay on Amazon and watch all, of, all your projects. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon and, likes me, I guess. Yeah, awesome. great. <laughs> and Aaron, what is next for you, Aaron? Um, it's too early to say, but I like, you know, like a, like a month or month and a half before the uh, pandemic, I ordered uh, 60 sci-fi novels from Amazon, just like kind of like impulsively. I was like, sci-fi and then i just went on you know and just bought all of them um so i'm, I'm going through those right now mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. maybe a future <laughs> sci-fi project for you Ooh. perhaps a uh, feature or tv show i'm interested in writing uh but you know i just really want to immerse myself in the genre because i don't yeah i think it's me it might be like a year or two before i even write like a single word mm -hmm. okay. maybe all right awesome 
awesome interview, Alan mm-hmm. and Aaron. That was amazing. Thanks so much for being a part of Below the Belt Show. Thanks for having us. Y'all are lovely. Guys, you too. Have a good evening, guys. Have a great evening. Nice to meet you. Stay safe. (laughs) Bye-bye. Stay safe. Wow, that was amazing, guys. Ellen Toland and Aaron Fisher (laughs) from Inside the Rain on Amazon Prime. Amazing. Ellen's still hanging with us. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm still here too. Yeah, you, guys, you guys can talk news with us if you want. <laughs> no. Get off. Bye. 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 See you guys. See all